trust is something you earn in years and can be lost in seconds. This is a statement my father taught me many years ago when I was just a very young boy. So what are some areas in your life that need attention to build trust? Are you attempting to be supernatural? Perhaps invincible? To truly be a trusting, productive individual, the facade must come down and the truth shine through. I just love this quote by Brene Brown. Vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. Strength comes from the exposure of your innermost thoughts of your life as they become the face you see in the mirror each morning. This episode, we are going to share with you the best strategies for reaching your potential by appearing as believable, invulnerable, and real. When we were children, we used to think that when we were grown up, we would no longer be vulnerable. But to grow up is to accept vulnerability. To be alive is to be vulnerable. Madeline Lingle. Hey, I'm honored to have with me today my co-host with the most, Lori Few. Welcome. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, and welcome everyone to Live a Life by Design, the Monday morning motivational moments you need to make your week the best it can be. Lori and I have nothing but one goal today, and that's to help you be a bigger, better, and bolder you as you go throughout your days. Hey, we're focusing on being authentic in our words, deeds, and actions today, Lori, and and I'm a big fan of Brene Brown. I know you are as well. I love her. I think she has some great words of wisdom. Oh, I got to tell you, another one of her quotes that gives me encouragement is vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Isn't that scary? You talk about no control. I mean, I, I feel like, especially in today's society, we are doers and planners and we focus on what we can control and not being able to control everything, but still showing up, you know, pretending that we're going to try and have that you know, push to, okay, well, I'm going to try anyway. The universe may be against me, but I'm still going to go ahead and try to control everything. So it's hard. It's hard to remember that, especially on Monday morning, but we're going to do our best this week. Absolutely. And, and hey, can I confess something, Lori? Yeah. This last month, I have had a physical vulnerability of which I couldn't control. And many of you may have heard it on the podcast. I put it on our social media and so forth. I've had a a little bit of called Bell's palsy where the right side of my face didn't function right. Couldn't close my right eye. As a matter of fact, at night I couldn't sleep, so I had to tape gauze over my right eye so it would close. Uh, And then, of course, my lips wouldn't work. So anything I needed to purse, so my P's and S's and F's didn't sound right. So I want to thank many of you for bearing with us during this last month. But I tell you one thing Lori and I do. We don't let any little small... And vulnerability of our bodies hold us back. We're going to bring you what we can bring you, and we're going to do it with our hearts. But, uh, you know, I got a little tired of trying to do my p- p- peas. <laughs> I'm sure. And and I tried to do words that weren't f- no Fs. So. <laughs> no Fs. Yeah. and But I did lose weight, Lori. You know, I'm a positive oh, person. Oh, really? Yeah, this whole month I lost weight. Well, think about it. When you drink something, half of the liquid trains out the side of your mouth because you can't close your lips. So okay, I get it. It worked out great it's for me. Yeah, bonus. Yeah. <laughs> bonus. See if there's a positive this morning, Jimmy. Absolutely. That's what we're all about here at Live Life by Design, everyone, is finding the positive in every situation. So the first, we're going to talk about three types of vulnerability this morning. So everybody kind of, if you're a checklist person like I am, just know that we've got three points. And so first, we're going to start with attitudinal vulnerability. Try to say that 
three times fast on a Monday morning. That's a doozy. That's polysyllabic. <laughs> I've heard that word, polysyllabic. Attitudinal vulnerability. A person that has a negative attitude towards change and lacks the initiative in life reluctantly becomes more and more dependent on external support. These individuals cannot act independently and they lack variety, entrepreneurship, and do not possess the concept of collectivism. And in our society today, that is collectivism is just imperative because no one is an island. Um, Everybody works collectively in one form or fashion. You know, and the main thing there, Lori, too, is we don't all have all the strengths we need to accomplish a task anymore. The world is so demanding, right? That's right. And you have to lean on other people to help you accomplish those. And I I feel like I'm the world's worst about that. It's not that I don't need the help. It's that I don't want to impose or burden someone else with what I need to accomplish. So I don't always... right off the bat, ask for that. And so it's hard. You know, one of my greatest uh, mentors of in terms of entrepreneurship that showed an attitudinal vulnerability the most to me was Steve Jobs. Oh, phenomenal. He, and- he just did not know how to do so many things that he wanted to do. He hired the best. He went out and he set up a team and they all filled in his vulnerabilities but look at the strength he gained overall by being the leader of an entire team that was so well equipped and he was very good about being gracious in the success Um, rarely did you ever find a time where he was quoted or giving some type of public address where he would take credit for that success he was always very good to say that he surrounded himself with the people that helped him make um, everything to the success that that it was yeah, and, and continues to be even now that he's gone. Um, I think he laid the foundation of teaching and and learning and experiencing those things to make those people the strongest that they could be to continue on that legacy. Um, and and that's really what it's about in life is leaving that footprint and that imprint upon people's lives and their hearts to to go on and do the great things that you know they want to emulate after that person. I mean, I personally have people that that have impacted my life that are like that that I strive to you know, do and and succeed based on what they've taught me and what they've shared. You know, the big, 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 big word for me here is attitude is everything, but I know it's real rote. We say it all the time, but I will tell you, to me, it is everything in how we approach anything. It is. It, it's from the time your feet hit the floor until the, until the time that you brush your teeth and go to bed. Attitude can change every, it can shift everything, every moment, every outcome, every productivity, it it changes in the blink of an eye based on how, you know, what your attitude is and how you relay that attitude onto other people, other experiences. I mean, even in the grocery line, you can be checking out and just having a positive attitude or a smile to someone who might be grumpy, it may change their whole day. And then you would love, I always love to think that if I smile at someone or if I you know, open up to someone and have a conversation with them, then that may trigger them to do it with someone else and then someone else and someone else. And so it may not happen that way. Um, People may think I'm, you know, roll their eyes and go on and that may be the end of it. But you keep trying because you want to believe that once you do it, it's a chain reaction. So it goes back to having that good attitude, though, Lori, to me is is that you're creating the world you want to be in. Yes. And, And, you know, we're getting outside of that bubble Um, And I I think it definitely has to do with vulnerability that you're not afraid to go out there and try. 
Um, you know, what's that? I think it's a, I'm terrible with sports. Uh, get knocked down 99 times, but you get back up because that 100th time may be the knockout that you need. Right. There's um, a boxer actually that said that, you know, okay. you, you're going to get knocked See, down I, 99 times, but and I can't recall which one I apologize. But at the end of the day, it's that getting up yes. is the real strength. Yes. Anyone can get knocked down. And I also love uh, this, this quote too by, uh, I believe it was uh, uh, Mike Tyson, the great boxer that uh, came out and he said, you know, Everyone's a tough person till you get busted in the face with a glove. And and so my point is, is that's where you really prove that intestinal fortitude, that attitude of I'm so much more than what one hit's going to do for me. Now, now, granted, he could knock down a building. The guy was tough. Yeah. But I'm saying <laughs> uh, those guys train for that. But but at the end of the day, our teams, you know, I, I so encourage everyone that works on our team, along with Lori, everyone that goes, if you're not having some sense of failure at something we've had in a project, you're not trying hard enough. Mm-hmm. And our goal there is the attitude I'm trying to create in the vision for our company is the attitude is everything. I will hire for attitude and lack of skill and train for that skill before I'll hire an expert in the skill that has a horrible attitude. Right, because that feeds into toxicity within your organization, within your group, within your club. And and I see it on a, on a level where, uh, on a volunteer level, um, I, I love volunteering. I will volunteer for just about anything because to me it doesn't matter if there's a need. We need to try to meet that need. But I've been around in enough circles that it only takes one person to ruin a group of volunteers. And, and what's sad about that is that the organization or the project that you're trying to accomplish may not be able to be accomplished without volunteers. And so it's really important that everybody, you know, that what your mom used to say when you're a kid, keep your attitude in check. Absolutely. Um, but going back to attitudinal v- vulnerability, the lack, uh, we talked about the lack of variety in entrepreneurship. Um, in the end, th- this type of individual becomes, uh, you know, a victim of conflict. And we've kind of touched on that hopelessness and pessimism, which reduces their capacity to deal with disaster. Um, this podcast this morning has at its core mission to spread positivity in a negative world. And we hope that our subscribers develop the muscle of self-worth and implement these strategies of each episode to build a bigger, better, and bolder person. Uh, just as Jimmy mentioned, attitude is everything. And I have often stated that it um, you know, he, he mentioned that he would hire attitude over skill, uh, but your organization can't handle a, a negativity. And, and that's really what it goes back to. You know, I hate to say this very few times in my career, have I had to have a surgical removal of someone in our office or, or our, our business because of the fact their attitude just wouldn't change. And, you know, sometimes folks don't take this wrong. As, as a leader, I'm often sitting out making decisions with very little data, and I go a lot by my gut. And, and you know, we have systems in place, and I let everybody on the team talk to them. But i got to be honest with you, once or twice in our career, we've actually ran across someone that could fake that and overrun the system like anything else. And I, I will tell you, we knew immediately that there was going to be a problem. And you want to think that people don't hide their true self, um, but we all know that that's not realistic uh, when people are trying to reach a goal or they're trying to better themselves. Uh, but ultimately, in the end, it's going to come out and it's going to be extremely detrimental to them. And you hope that when that experience happens to someone that they really take a step back and reevaluate and, and really change their behavior and their mindset because if it doesn't, it's just going to continue to perpetuate itself, and they're never going to be able to find that inner happiness or peace um, to be able to focus on positivity in their own life. 
We appreciate all of our subscribers and listeners. You inspire us to bring the best content each week. If you haven't already done so, please go to iTunes to place a review and rating of the show. If you need additional guidance in this process, we have provided the steps for you on our website at www.livealifeby.design. And right below the most recent episode of the podcast for a link titled How to Leave a Review. Also, thank you for your sharing on social media. To let others know about the podcast, please use the hashtag, hashtag LiveAlifeByDesign. Now, back to the show. Our second type of vulnerability, Lori, is emotional vulnerability. Now, this may sound silly coming from a male, but I will tell you, we men have emotional issues just like, well, maybe not just like, let me rephrase. We have emotional issues. (laughs) Uh, you know, when our self-esteem is lacking, we take it heart to the heart. You know, when someone says something, our ability is dimmed. We don't see the hope there, you know, and, and we become vulnerable. Well, and I think as women, we tend to think of men um, in societal roles of, oh, well, you know, men, they're tough. They don't cry. They don't show emotion. Um, and I don't necessarily think that's true with me. I, my dad um, is a very, oh, he's going to. Sorry, Dad. I know he listens and he's totally going to say this, but touchy-feely, like he's a hugger. He, you know, likes to make sure, pat on the shoulder, how you doing, that kind of thing. And so um, I have seen him cry and it's okay. I don't think that it's never a good thing to hide those emotions because it just, it makes it awkward because you know in, in certain situations people are having the same emotion that you're having or they're feeling the same way that you are. And as women, we tend to I mean, I'm a crier. I can't watch commercials without crying. So people ask me all the time, why are you crying? I'm like, oh, it's just this commercial. I can't remember now. I think it was a dog commercial. But we can't be afraid to tap each other on the shoulder and say, you know, it's okay. You know, be glad, be happy, be sad. Show those emotions because we're all human. You know, I will say this too. My my dad is one of these guys that does uh, exhibit the entire spectrum of emotional uh, male qualities, in my opinion. So, I, you know, I'm 55 years old. My dad's 80 years of age, and and I still hug and give my dad a kiss on the mm-hmm. cheek, man. I, you know, yeah. I, I, you just at times when young boys, I'm going to say this. I know you have a son, and your husband is so good with him. But when boys need it the most, they get it the least. And what I'm talking about is that father figure showing strength through vulnerability. In other words, you can be strong as a person, as a male but still have that emotion that you can share with your son. Yeah. And and my dad did that with us, you know, and the only times he ever really cried, I do remember wrecking the truck. Uh, <laughs> that was one time. And, and maybe the time that I uh, caught the pasture on fire after it was all said and done and we're all covered in soot and everything. And, you just can't shoot fireworks off during the, the, the drought of July uh, yeah, no. and, and pastures, you know. But, but hey, I was only like eight, and you learn <laughs> these things. Eight. Yeah, you learn these things. But, no, a real, real point I'm making to this, though, is emotional vulnerability, in a simple phrase, is just intended for support, to find out that, you know, this negativity that surrounds you doesn't have to be in you. Right, and I think emotions help us deal with that. Um, you don't have to contain it or bottle it or bury it. And I know, I mean, I've had friends of mine that grew up in in their households and, and tell stories about, you know, we were never allowed to cry. We were never allowed to have, uh, you know, we weren't sad. We weren't able, we weren't even allowed to be excited about things. And I can't imagine living in that uh, type of environment. But the reality is, is that people do. Um, but 
there's something to be said for that tough exterior that those people, it, it doesn't mean that those people aren't positive or, or have meaning to their life or not that they're not motivated. Um, you know, I, I laugh all the time because people say that I'm dramatic. I like to say that I'm passionate. Um, so <laughs> take it however. I mean, it's good, bad, whatever. Um, it's, it's just a word, but I'm the type of person that you, you will know immediately if I'm happy, if I'm sad, if I'm discouraged, um, and you'll know when I haven't had my morning coffee. Um, I'm very... <laughs> I have seen that, Lori. <laughs> yes, you, you do have. not want to see that, Lori, before not, 7 a.m. It is pretty. not good. No, I'm just kidding. Not pretty. <laughs> but I've never been one to kind of hold back my emotions. And I, as I've gotten older, I feel it's okay to be a little bit more vulnerable. Uh, I, I laugh with my mom friends that, you know, we're all struggling um, we, we laugh and see each other and we, you know, nod and go and the drop off and pick up line and say, yeah, we're on the struggle bus today. And it's okay. It's really okay to say, you know, I am, I'm struggling today. Um, I think that's important. I think that the more we talk about it and the more we put it out there, the more people don't feel like they have to have this guard up of uh, a picture of, uh, you know, perfect. No one is perfect. And I think that... And it makes you authentic, yes, though, Lori. So, so it yes. makes you authentic. So what I, want to bring, what I want to bring to this emotional vulnerability is that people know you're going to experience these negativities in life. You can't be a rock right. all the time, right? And, and I will tell you, so biggest part that I show in my hand is when I come home and I don't talk. My wife will go, hmm, mm. you know, 32 years, 32 and a half years of marriage now. She kind of knows. You learn a thing or two. You do. And she's kind of like, hmm, something's on his mind because he's not talking. Now, for those of you that understand, this is a audio podcast, so I love to talk, right? <laughs> so you can only imagine that's my tail sign, uh, you know, if I'm not talking. And I've always told people that, you know, when I get alone by myself, I'm still smiling, but I'm not talking. There's kind of a hint I probably need some space. Mm-hmm. I'm working through something. And that's just me, though. Now, that doesn't mean I'm I'm not emotional. It just means I do discharge that emotion or that maybe that thought in a different way than others. I don't hit walls. You know, I've, I had a brother-in-law one time that put a fist through the wall and broke his wrist mm. because he was angry. And, you know, I am not that guy. I'm not a violence solves anything person uh, to me i just rather think about it i do journal a lot you know mm-hmm. i've talked about this on previous podcasts and i get those emotions down on paper i look at them i sit back and i go now i feel better because i've gotten it out of my head we all have to have a way of release we and, do and i didn't kick the cat you know i did anything <laughs> like that gidget was not harmed in the recording of this podcast there are no animals armed in the yes in recording this podcast <laughs> but you know the big difference between what we've talked about now, emotional and attitudinal vulnerability, is that emotional allows the outside factors of life to create negativity, while attitudinal is your inward mental state about life, Lori. So am I going to take those things I can't control and allow them to control me? No. No. I I can't do anything about that, right? You know, someone was saying something the other day, well, gosh, you know, on your podcast, why don't you talk about politics? And I go, look, man, I can't do one thing about that, and it's not what we're about here. We're about bigger, better, and bolder you from the inside out. So we're wanting to really build the person that is that person's capability versus what they can't control, right? Well, and I absolutely agree, and I think that this topic alone is – pushing the envelope a little bit because people don't talk about vulnerability. People don't talk about emotions. They don't talk about how they perceive themselves. And I think that that's where we come to a common ground and and we're able to connect on a different level with people because this podcast talks about 
the inner things that you can work on and, and acknowledge and, and be okay with and, and know that it's okay to talk about it. And you can talk about it in a positive way so that it benefits you. If, if you know that someone else is struggling with the same issue or the idea, how good does it feel to know that you're not alone? It's, it's just, it's the best. No one wants to be alone. But it, it brings us to the third type of vulnerability, and that's physical vulnerability. Too often we place far too much of our personal value on our body type. Um, and when I say this, for those of you that watch television commercials, I know everyone you know has streaming services now and a lot of people skip the commercials, but uh, one of the ad campaigns that I thought was just absolutely brilliant was the Dove Company. And so they do um, women or women's what's it called? For lack of a better word, it's Monday and I need more coffee. Uh, Beauty (laughs) products. And so there was a recent campaign where the television commercial had two doorways. One doorway above the doorway, it said, you're beautiful. The other doorway above it, it said, you're not beautiful. Uh, And they asked a sampling of women to walk through the door that they, walk through the doorway that they felt that they were. And the majority of the women walked through the doorway that they thought they weren't beautiful. And it was interesting to me that people perceive themselves not beautiful. And whether it's physical beauty or inner beauty, we all have something to gain. I thought it was a brilliant campaign because it just shed a light to me that we need to spend more time building each other up, you know, not based on what we look like, but what we bring to the table and what we have to offer. And so I really thought that was a powerful statement. We've seen in magazines and billboards and television that you're not going to be good enough based on how you look. If you aren't the same body type as a 22-year-old swimsuit model or an Italian stallion wearing the $5,000 custom tailored suit, it doesn't mean that you're less value to the world. Your mindset must always be to maintain the body you have been given in the best shape possible for you to maintain a sense of clarity and purpose. You know, Lori, too, let's talk a little bit about that. So we're talking about physical vulnerability. i got a friend of mine that does bodybuilding competitions, and i got to tell you, he is serious about it. Commitment. But yeah, he looks really good in those maybe a week, but then you see him after he's gone through that week, he has wrecked his body. It takes months to get the body back in shape where it could be what I call a state of normalcy. Now, mm-hmm. for those of you listening that are, are bodybuilders, I'm not slamming this. I'm just saying here's what the change is. And they know it if they're true bodybuilders, that, that they're they're basically taking such a restricted diet or or they're limiting themselves to water that last couple of days because they don't want any fat, no water weight. They just want to look cut, you know, just muscle, torso, uh, the arms got to look cut. And then at the end of the day, what they really don't know or they do know that say it's worth the risk is that their liver, their kidneys, and mm-hmm. these things are all really negatively impacted. They're in shock because of the change from what they've had accustomed to in the diet. And so, you know, we can lessen physical vulnerability, in my opinion, by simply maintaining a sensible diet. Now, folks, I'm not saying go out and get on a diet or spend money on a diet. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying eat reasonably, right, and exercise. And I'm not saying you got to go join a gym, Lori, or go buy the latest fad on TV. Although I will tell you, those Peloton bikes really look cool. Really? But Peloton did not pay for this to advertise, so we're not (laughs) going to... No advertising. No advertising. But a friend of mine got one, and it is really neat. Uh, But the other thing, too, is, yes, a positive attitude 
is critical. It's definitely, and I I definitely think women struggle with this. We struggle with a positive attitude about how we look and how we feel because we're constantly comparing ourselves to others, and we all know that that age old quote that comparison is the thief of joy. So you know, I, I tell all my mom friends, own it, be you, do you. It doesn't matter if it's a sweat pant ponytail type of day or if you're rocking a three piece suit, gonna go nail a presentation own it and just be who you are and be proud of that and be willing to say to someone else, hey, it's okay. I get it. I didn't work out today and I'm going to eat cake. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to get back on the, you know, I'm going to get back on that Peloton bike and I'm going to try to look like Cindy Crawford when I'm, well, I hope I look like Cindy Crawford when I'm that age. But either way, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. At the end of the day, you've still made some positive contribution to society and you're going to get up and try again tomorrow. And that's, and that's the thing about being vulnerable You've got to keep trying and getting up and and keep fighting the fight every day because that's what's important. That's what makes change. Absolutely. And I'm going to give you, if you're driving, don't take down these notes, but I want you to write this down. Scientists have proven a positive link between your attitude and your physical wellness and your body's ability to avoid illnesses around your immune system be much higher. If you'll notice somebody that's down in the dump, Lori, that's negative, you know, stinking thinking, I call it. If they're in that attitude, those people get sick more often, and it's usually in a more severe case than otherwise. And, uh, you know, I almost kind of will myself to never get sick. And then I got this thing called Bell's Palsy, of which I love this. I went to three different doctors, and all three of them, very, very smart people. And all three of them said, we have no idea why you get it. We don't know how long it'll last. We don't even know what causes it. And so at the end of the day, I left there going, hmm, I'll go somewhere and do my own research. Where'd I go? Mr. Google. And, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no. And Mr. Google proved exactly what they were saying. We just don't know. And so I just had my attitude. You know what? I'm still going every Monday. I'm going to get up. We're going to put this podcast on because the people demand it and they deserve it. And we want to spread some joy and positivity for their week. And we're just not going to succumb to this one little thing of half of my face doesn't work. And so, you know, the real weird thing about it is I thought about letting that side of my beard grow. Because wouldn't that be kind of like that two-faced guy oh, that yeah. was Batman's villain? Yeah. I kind of like that. You could be that. that well, ooh, we're going to come up with a name for that. Two-faced Jimmy villain. Yeah, well, it's something like that. It. I will say this, people, though. When the right side of my face didn't work well, I had to learn to talk out of the left side of my lips. And uh, it, not to be a political slander or a joke, but uh, I told them I'm the only guy campaigning right now that's talking from the one side of his face. But anyway. <laughs> That's but it terrible. goes back to, but Jimmy, it goes back to vulnerability. And thank you for sharing your story about having Bell's palsy because I think that that as difficult as that was and not being able to control it, you have absolutely turned it into a positive. And and again, there's probably somebody out there listening that has experienced a diagnosis of some sort that they absolutely did not see coming, and they do not know how or why it's caused. But just know that there are other people out there, and and sharing that and being vulnerable may give someone else the confidence to you know, say it to someone else. And, and, and again, it goes back to that thing when I said earlier about, uh, you know, you try to smile at people, you try to hope that it's a chain reaction and, and maybe it's not, but I'm the type of positive Polly that just wants to believe that it's, it's still going. The positivity still going. Love that. Love that. But to maintain and build trust with others, support yourself with a great attitude, emotionally positive and good physical conditioning. You will attract others to see that the glow on your face and the demeanor is one of authenticity. You know, that's the whole key from this today. If you take nothing from this episode today from Lori and me, take this. Be the best 
you you can be because you're the only you that can do you. Absolutely. You know, you, we hear this phrase all the time. Lori's got to be Lori. There's no other Lori for you that can play her role. And, and you know, I've always really took pride in myself that I'm just me and I'm going to be me and I'm going to be authentic. So people that want to be my friend or want to be in my, my, my team at work are going to see this is me. This is how I work. And, and I hope that's good enough. If not, then we're probably not a good fit. Let's go do something else that we can control, you know. And, and the challenge this week is this. Strengthen your trustworthiness, not only in what others see in you, but yourself. To me, this is so important for self-esteem and self-worth to strengthen yourself. So have you exhibited a bad attitude about something lately? And if you have, go to our Facebook page at Live Life by Design. Leave us a post describing that situation. Have you ever been in a situation you felt totally vulnerable because you had no control? You're not alone. What we want you to do today is take away these three types, attitudinal, your emotional vulnerability, and your physical vulnerability, and let's work on one of those this week, Lori. And and i got to ask, which one would you work on, Lori, of those three? I definitely think I have to work on the physical. I, I, that would be my one. That's a tough one, too. And, and I will tell you, that is a good one to work with. So after this podcast, we'll get out and run a half marathon. Ooh, how about, how about one mile? I love that. We can do one mile. <laughs> we'll start. Increments, right? Increments, <laughs> yeah. With that said, let's call this a magnificent Monday. Live, Live a, a life, life by, by design. design. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our recording engineer is Happy Design Company. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley. Okay, Lori, I've, uh, oh, wow. Wow. You know, I've got, uh, I've got what you would call electronic vulnerability. I apparently can't get this equipment to work very well, so... <laughs> I've hired a gentleman named Adam that does a great job, and he is fantastic. He with does a great job. He makes us sound like super smart and intelligent, even when we don't. You know, and our copywriters too. Goodness gracious, are they not talented? Yes, outstanding people. I, I, you know, I really need some of that talent in my own possession. But hey, you know, I've got what I do best, and that's just talk. Hey, and rock it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Own it. If talking is your gig. I'd be proud of that. You know, i got to be honest with you, Lori. This has been the best podcast episode we've ever done because, A, both my lips are working. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know that. What's that saying? Um, No, that's not true about you. If the lips are moving, they're lying. That's not true about you. No, that's not me. No, I know. That's a a politician guy. I know, but when you said that about both my lips are working, it just made me think. I was like, oh, wait a minute. What's that old adage? I will tell you, it reminded me when I was younger and I wanted to kiss that first girl. I felt like my lips were the size of big watermelon slices, you know, <laughs> that first girl. Of course, I was only about, you know, 10 or 12 or whatever it was. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't say 10. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's right. Your son's No, it's 10 yeah. and I don't want him to. Yeah. Well, that's our next episode, folks. We're going to talk about uh, how to find that first kiss and uh, oh. what your lips will feel like. Oh, but, uh. no. I don't. I, I, mm, I about had a panic attack the other night. He walks through the house and announces that the top of his lungs. Hey, 
you know I'm a tween. And I just stopped Ooh. dead in my tracks and I, tur- I turned to my husband and I said, what is this about? And he said, I don't know. Let's ask Google. <laughs> and sure enough, he looked up the definition of tween. And tween evidently is from ages 10 to 12. Oh, between. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, well, he's not old enough for that. And he reminded me that he's 10 and a half. That is funny. <gasps> well, folks, you've heard it here. Now you know what tween is. and uh, <laughs> I'll be crying Also, I will tell you, just let everyone know her son's a real authentic person. He lets you know exactly how he feels because I caught him in a picture wearing his superhero underwear watching TV. <laughs> so... Join us next week.